0: Welcome to Conversations with the Authors.
1: Thank you for pressing the play button. I'm your host, Daniel Troop. I'm Daryl.
2: I'm Sandra.
1: Dear listeners and readers, we also want to thank Alexander Nakarada, as he always does our intro, and it's always a great job. Today's episode, we're going to... ...explore the fascinating journey of writing for both young adults and mature adults. How Nicholas Became Santa Claus, written by my co-hosts here, the highly rated fantasy science fiction novel, is uh, written for uh, both audiences, would you say? Yes. I'd say it was. Uh, We're going to be chatting about uh, the unique challenges... Uh, Captivating storytelling techniques the magic that happens within and the different uh, Generations and how they can connect through the power of words Uh, So I guess the first question would be how does the writing style differ when targeting? uh, young adults or mature adults I Think the writing style
0: differs because of the way you want to relate uh, to to young people uh, and the way you want to relate to adults are going to be entirely different with the young uh, You want it relatable you want it to have themes and use the language that they're familiar with Want it accessible you know and um, For adults it could be a lot more intricate language mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and You're going to explore a lot of deeper themes I think, right. much more than you would with children. Sure. Because this is
1: going to be, you know, uh, writing for mature adults, we have far more experience in, in life. So I think uh, what you're saying is, you know, we have these wells of knowledge and experience. To we
2: can interpret innuendo.
0: Right. Well, you so, know, uh, the human brain is interesting. Uh, we all have one, and we have the same brain that we had when we were born, but it's construct- it constructs itself uh, as time goes on. And uh, maturity in the human brain doesn't really occur until between the ages 25 and 30. Right. And so it's our frontal lobes which are, are different, and the way we interpret the world is different. That's why, for instance, uh, young people take more chances than somebody who's older because they haven't got the the processing yet. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So uh, you could send an 18-year-old to war. But uh, you try to send in a, fort- a 40-year-old award, he's going to tell you what you can do with yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So our, brain- our brains are different.
1: Um. So what are some important factors uh, to consider when creating characters uh, for young adults versus mature adults? Character creation? Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Well, you know... I think we, we kind of touched on that a little bit when we talked about resonance, Yes, remember yes. that? You know, uh, that uh, characters need to resonate with, uh, with, the, with the audience. Well, in this case, you have to have relatable characters. Yes. And so you um, are going to reflect the young person's experience
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, uh, and the challenges that young people might, uh, might incur. Differently, I, I would suppose that you would adults, yeah, you know, because there's a lot more intricacies uh, in those relationships and uh, uh, dimensions right, of those yeah. relationships right. that that young children just wouldn't. You know, uh, and I think also too, uh, you,
1: uh, you can hear the puppy downstairs, so clearly she hears our conversation
0: and okay. has some thoughts yeah. on the
1: matter. And I think what she's saying is that, uh, you know, young people they sort of act. You know, spontaneously, uh, and and uh, like sh- she's saying, uh, cause she's a puppy. She lives in the moment, and I think young people sort of, in a sense, also live in the moment. They're concerned about what's happening right here, right now. Whereas uh, our older selves uh, can can see the bigger picture. And sort of, uh, I, mean, we, we, I would hope we'd see yeah. the bigger picture. Yeah, <laughs> yep. if, if you did it right, <laughs> yeah. you know, you
0: can see the p- yeah. bigger, bigger picture. picture.
1: You know, and um. uh, so I think it's, it's we, we, we've learned to um, sort of gauge our, our responses, our interactions, and things through. Through that lens, Mm -hmm. whereas our younger characters don't. So when we write for younger characters, they're going to be more sort of spontaneous and more sort of uh, you know here and now, and they're not necessarily going to think, you know, five six steps ahead. Right. When you
0: think that that's uh, movies written for children, specifically for children, Uh are written in a way that children can relate to, and uh, those that are written for adults. a a kid will probably get up out of the room and walk away because they're not really interested. The themes are different.
1: Do you think do you think, and this is sort of off the cuff, do you think that the pacing of a story so you watch a movie or what have Mm. you, right? Do you think the pacing is faster? Because you know uh, like think about it, I don't know, ADHD ADD, you know your attention's kind of here and there and scattered everywhere so just off the top of your head
0: well, you know what, and 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 you mentioned something. You think it could to be quick, you know? Well, you know, it has it has to resonate again. Right?
1: You yeah. know, is that word? It, yeah, it has yeah. to
0: resonate with uh, your your viewer, or your listener. Uh, people with the ADHD uh, uh, think just like the video games that they right. that they're so enamored with. It's, it's fast, there's colors, there's sounds, there's bells, there's whistles, yes, yes. you know, and uh, then it moves on to the next thing.
2: Right. You know, Which it is, is it. also <laughs> why in our books it was so important for to be inclusive of all five
0: senses. Cent- right. Oh, then. yes, absolutely.
1: And, you know, it's interesting you say that because I'm remembering an interview I saw, and I believe, uh, you know, don't quote me on this, but I believe it was with, uh, like, a Bethesda video game creator. Uh, they do Skyrim, which is uh-huh. one of the popular games they do. Fallout, so Bethesda, if you're looking to make a video game, How Nicholas Became Santa Claus. But my point is, <laughs> uh, they were talking about sort of how to keep, how to make these open world video games without boring the audience. And the idea was that, like, the the, the trick is 45 seconds. Meaning that every 45 seconds in your travel, I think it was 45 seconds, uh, something has to happen along the way. They got to see something. They got to do something. Something in the world has to happen. Uh, and he talked before about like the, what drives the story forward. And I think in that sort of similar fashion, it drives the story forward. It keeps the audience interested because mm-hmm. you know it's hard to focus over a long period of time. You know, particularly if you're moving town to town or world to world, and it seems to take a moment to get there. Right. So uh, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what you're saying also
0: with, uh, you know, interactions on it. And well, well, yeah, well, ch- children's minds move in a different way, and uh, their attention span is short. I heard someone say about a lecture once, they said, you can give 100% of your lecture, you know, and people are going to walk away with maybe 20%. Right, yeah. You know? Right. And uh, so you want to make a, make sure it's the right 20%. <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
1: Um. We talked uh, in the story and how Nicholas became Santa Claus. We mentioned if you listened to the earlier podcast, we did a reading uh, uh, from some of the chapters, and one of the phrases was that um, the sheriff is burning villages. Okay, mm-hmm. now that's pretty. That's a sensitive topic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the, so how do you handle sensitive topics in young adult uh, writing versus writing for mm-hmm. mature? Uh, adult novels
0: no sensitive topics uh, just you have to be self-aware and and know that those topics are in in fact sensitive and uh, and when you have a child who's who's reading or a young adult you have to have a certain approach Mm -hmm. and you take the approach uh, with appropriate guidance I I, I suppose because you're uh, you're kind of leading them through it right and uh with an adult uh you're you you tackling sensitive topics probably i would think more directly and explicitly right you know but
1: also it's you you're not like just grotesquely you know doing things for the sake of doing them
2: no right. everything has so, a purpose
1: uh, you know, for instance, you have a you know, for instance, if you have a battle scene, mm-hmm. which you have several in Nicholas. Yes. So how, how do you gauge, um, the d- detail, for lack of a better term, um, when creating these scenes? Like, it, how, uh, detail do you get with your audience, keeping in mind that you have both adult readers and young adults? How do you gauge, you know, what's necessary to be seen and, you know, uh, but it's for driving the point right yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's sometimes not easy because being an adult writer, uh, you kind of want to say things the way that they that they unfold right uh, but you have to uh, just keep in mind who your listener is right you know it's just like in in, in the book uh, you'll you'll never you'll never hear a dirty word yes, you know yes. you you just won't hear that uh, but however, we have to be a little bit more creative and find another way to get a person's emotions across right you know um and so that's uh so we, we try to be sensitive right. to which it. is
1: also something we try to do with this podcast as we try to keep our language you know uh <laughs> you know, available for everyone you know um because uh, we do we do understand that our readers and that's
0: right, ears. that's right, by gum.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Dagnabbit. <laughs> are, you know, are, are young and, and, and mature, and uh, uh, we want to be sensitive to uh, all ears. Uh, uh, so how do you balance entertainment and educational elements in, in young adult versus mature? writing? And this could be teaching life lessons, this could be uh, actual lessons. Um, and how by do you... adding
2: a little humor? Mm-hmm. Usually we tried in our books. We tried to present a problem and then give the character a chance to offer their solution mm-hmm. and if that solution wasn't the solution they were supposed to have we kind of gave them a little um encouragement. Right adult encouragement from another character yes or combination mm-hmm. of characters and then turned around and tried to make it a little
0: well well you know I what he should have done this <laughs> and, and if it were a child uh, questioning in the, in, the, in the story uh we make sure that we can maintain some of that innocence you know when he's asking a question and some of the innocence when he's receiving the answer Right, uh, and have the adult, if there's an adult, explaining this, or if there's uh, another kind of character explaining this, explain it in a way that this character will understand, and thus that reader, who may be young, would understand too, as well.
1: Mm-hmm. well you now, you, you, we, we've talked about reson- resonance a few times. Yes, uh, and, and Puppy has talked about resonance as her bark resonates through the microphone, um, and, um. Are there specific genres or or tropes that that resonate more with with the young adult versus the mature adult?
0: Well, you know that's that's interesting. Um, it's it's like our story. I think is mm-hmm. is more. I guess I would characterize that trope as more as uh, the hero's journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. you uh-huh, know, uh-huh. and so yeah, and and I, I think kids are enamored with 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 heroism, right? Because they want to be brave. There are a lot right. of things in life. That that frighten children, and, they, and I think I think kids want to be brave, and they want to see their character uh, uh surmount issues that that would otherwise cause them problems.
1: Right,
0: you know, and uh, so I, I think that's uh a, 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 you know I, I know that's one trope that we and, use and, and speaking, in this story.
1: Speaking of fear, mm-hmm. uh, how do you deal with fearful topics that uh, our young audience? Might be afraid mm-hmm. of when you mention things like dragons and you know villages burning. Uh, how can you you know tell a story that has such you know sort of fe- fearful you know imagery? Uh, well, you
0: know the, the 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 wonderful thing about reading. Is that you can identify with the characters, and you can get in, engrossed and immersed in the character. But also, the wonderful thing about reading is that you're still safe sitting in your yes, house yes. reading. Is, it's like it's like watching, uh, you know, uh, Harry Potter. You know, a uh, work against the 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 one who shall not be named. You know, and that can be pretty frightening. Uh, and I think a, a kid or a young adult. Even an adult can get immersed in that, but they also are are safe from it too. Right. You right. know, in eventuality, that's why we can enjoy those things. That's why sometimes we can enjoy uh, scary movies too, because mm-hmm. we get, people enjoy being afraid as long as they're going. They know they're going to be safe. It's like going to a fun house. You know, a, a fun house can be scary. Yeah. But you also know yeah, that yeah. it's designed to be safe.
1: Yeah, it's, right. They're, right. They're, it's a safe space, and uh, so saying that. Uh, um, how, how now we talked about language being appropriate, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know what languages to use and and, and what not to use, uh, just like this podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, and how do you approach language and vocabulary uh, in a young adult story versus in uh, mature adult? Now you've mentioned before well, that there's there's no bad words in in your story, but uh, what's the thinking behind that?
2: really well the thinking it for me was to try to keep it within the 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 age of the grade of classroom that i was trying to
0: that's that age appropriateness right right Right. get
2: my point across to but also remembering all the different stories that i read when i was a little girl that also had language in there that was targeted at the adults that the children didn't understand until they became of age mm-hmm. and then they went back and read the book and said, Oh, that's what they meant.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So maybe that wasn't so much of a challenge in terms of writing this for you as a parent of, you know, six children and, you know, umpteen grandchildren and mm-hmm. uh, so but I what was the challenge of writing young material, young adult material versus mature.
0: Uh, well, you know, I, I, I think in this particular story, this uh, I think services both the the, the young yes. and and the more mature audience yes, too, because we have a, we have something in there for everyone. And I, I tell people that this is not a. I tell people this is not a child's story. A it's story. not no. a kid's story. No. But that doesn't mean a kid can't read it. Right. Okay. And that doesn't mean they won't enjoy it. Right. And I think it's, it's, it's not going to be offensive either. No, I think this is I, as I, much
1: I, of a child's story as Harry Potter.
0: And, you know, Harry Potter is you know, Harry, Harry you know. enjoyed by adults right. and, and children a lot alike. So, so,
1: keeping that in mm-hmm. mind, what's the challenge in, in writing for <laughs> both audiences? Uh, like you said, keeping child, keeping age appropriateness, but there's also your adult audience you're writing for. So, what 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 is the challenges that you're facing?
0: Walking that center line between the two and uh, and, and wow. keeping it uh, balanced, keeping yes. the balance, right. so
2: that you don't lose the attention and you don't offend,
0: right? And you don't bore,
1: right? Right? <laughs> right? Because you don't want to be too adult, but you don't want to be you don't want to be so adult that the children are bored, but don't want to be so. You know, young adult, Ch- the, the, the adults. Adults are bored. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
0: you know, boredom is a crime. It so is. that that's something we uh, did not commit, uh, and I'm glad to say.
2: And so we tested that by since you guys were all different ages, we tested it by reading certain parts to you and seeing what your reaction was.
0: And we and we've had younger mm-hmm. read it too, and and, and the
2: same had- with with people that we worked with, right? You know. um... One of one of the when I worked as a, podiatric medical assistant, we used to sometimes tell. Parts of the story while we were doing surgery and see what the reaction might be amongst. Well, the people I te- in I the did. I, well, I did.
0: A, I did tests like that too. When we still before it was even, a complete manuscript. I I had uh, people uh, read it and. Uh, It's kind of almost like like a comedian will try out his his jokes on people before he takes the stage, like that. Yeah, Yeah, trying to see what works and what doesn't work.
1: You know, um, and you talked about um, the safe space. You know, when you're reading, you're you're still in a safe space. Mm -hmm. You're still in reality. You know, uh, in this fantasy space, Uh, but um, how do you balance sort of this escapism? You know, escaping into this world, into this book. Uh, and addressing real world issues uh, for young adults versus writing for mature adults in fiction.
0: You know, I I I think uh, we we write it in a way where, for at least for children, lessons can be learned, and uh, for for adults, I think uh, experiences that have been experienced in in a way. And yeah. some of the things important the
2: realization that adults still have things to learn.
1: right. Uh, so how does the overall tone then uh, become affected by uh, writing for young adults versus mature adults?
0: Tone is something that we always keep in mind because it emphasizes hope mm-hmm. and growth right. and empowerment mm-hmm. you know and t- to young people. The most, probably the most powerless, you know, of our our, our phase of life, being a child, and all. And for adults, we can explore those complexities of life, and we can offer some profound insights too. Right. Right. So, that's tone,
1: right? And we try to maintain that, and I think we did a pretty good job of doing that. If you'd like to. Experienced this and uh, it's an amazing experience which is why it sort of takes me back you can visit troopbooks.com that's uh, t-r-o-u-p-e you can visit our facebook page at troopbooks.com you can visit our instagram and our tiktoks at troopbooks and if you go to the website uh, you can hit up the author's page um, at ewing's publishing and you can purchase a paperback or a hardcover and we will talk with you next time on conversations with the authors.